It was a, it is a val, it was a, yo, it was a valiant battle, and and I don't know what to say, man. But look, I finally got the, your camera back, though. Look how cute y'all look. I don't know, but can I get a poll since I haven't rolled yet? You smoking the weed I caught before I did. Listen, but tell me, tell me if it's good though. Can I do I can I trust this plug? Cause he came from the Bronx, bro. Nah, you know what it was. Not to disrespect anyone, but like. He also went to he went to my college and he started like yo I got a deal on this like I'm doing these quarters for like fifty five. I can't say no for a quarter though. So he gave me he did, he got sun sunshine sherbet and birthday cake. No, but but it was it was sold sold to me by a bonk told me so. You gotta make sure, nah, you gotta make sure though, cause some of these bunks on me try to drip you sometimes. Thank you. Thank you guys, thank you. Phil met the, my Rugrats for the first time. I have like 10 million nieces and nephews and Phil has met like 7 of them. No, I'm not. I'll, yeah, no, that's exactly what I do. The same thing when it comes to your kid. I love it to death, bro. Yo, I'm sorry. We love her, but yo, the joke because she makes a lot of jokes about her mom. Yo, she's super rude. So, no, it's not a bad rude. Like she could really just do teen, uh, little kid comedy. Yo, yeah, fuck, fuck the Wi Fi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wi Fi, Wi Fi is not being nice to us today. It's telling me to fuck my whole couch. But, um, but yes, ladies and gentlemen, of course, it's your boy Phil, aka Scorpio P. Um, always with me, Marie Faree, and hey. the one and only, the birthday girl. Screen girl. You're screen girl. Screen girl slash birthday girl, KDK. Happy birthday to you. Thank you, family. Thank you. I'm dead ass trying to find a charger for everything right now, so we'd be lock and loaded. We dance with our asses off. I'm still downloading her. You just keep talking about yours. Yes, but if you don't get your tickets so before I close it in the next 20 minutes, you won't be paying for me to build my can be summoned away from where we are. I mean, listen, you gotta be pretty smart to use that IP, IP address, yo, tag me. Yeah.
I'm just I'm saying. Right, but, but yes. Um, it's loading. It's loading. I swear to God. Okay, okay. Um, but I'm just going to just start talking about it in the meantime then. So, uh, our very own Marie Free is going to be performing on Saturday yes. at the Summer Soul Litmus concert presented by Life of UGA. Yes. That's also at 7 p.m. Um, tickets are still on sale now as well. Yeah. And but the can... early bird tickets are gone. They're sold out. Oh, okay. We'll so, see. General admission definitely gets you in there. No big deal. Um, and when you do go and cop the tickets, the link is in the Life of UGA uh, Instagram. And or and Frank's uh Frank Nizza and you, <laughs> you click for the tickets and go find my name. Say so you're here to support Marie Marie. So and if you don't suck our dick <laughs> and fuck streamer if we're still loading the flyer. Oh, it's yeah. still loading the flyer? It's really still loading the flyer. <laughs> you don't loaded the other one you gave me, but not that one. It'll flash on the screen. Yeah, it'll flash on the screen at some point. But yes, uh, congratulations to you, Marie. I'm looking forward Thanks. to it's seeing you. It's my first show of the year. There you go. I'm looking forward to seeing you on the stage again. again right? Yes. Exactly. Why do you think I'm doing three fucking shows this year? Yeah. Actually, technically four, because I have something special the last week of June, which you'll hear more about next week. Let me find out we're on the same show. Oh. And you know we kind of doing so. Yeah. I'll oh, tell you right now, we probably okay. are because what I'm thinking about is something different. Something oh. about is um, theatrical. Oh yeah, Marie. By the way, um, what you don't know is Phil's got you doing work at the end of July. I do. Because we 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 um well me and Mikey are going in on putting money to be part of to sponsor a wrestling match. Get out of here! You know I used to wrestle. I know. My, uh, you know this is why something. I love y'all conversations when we talk about the WWE. Bro, because, like, bro, because me and Phil were talking the other day because the Jobber Tears Network, shout out to the Jobber Tears, they're, they're launching their first actual wrestling event July 31st. Okay. So, um, we still, I mean, Phil's still talking and figuring things out on his end if he's going in with us, but our goal is to... On the, on the 31st, I told you I won't be able to make it. Yeah, but that's why Marie's here. Oh, oh! oh. My God. So just volunteer me. While so you, so you want her to take my spot? I mean, she's part of the break room, isn't she? Yes, she is. So if you if you can represent for me that day, I greatly appreciate it. I'm going to be a Smash Studios performing with a live band. So that's why I will, I will I will be on the <laughs> Oh, uh, once again, shout out to the, to Jay Jetson and the Real Ghost. Jay Jetson, who you've heard on this show, um, he and another great friend of mine by the name of Grateful Anointed. They hooked me up with um, that gig at Smash Studio for their album release on um, July 31st. Some more info on that when we get to it. But yes, um, tonight is the um, Get Raw Open Mic at the Shalili Tavern. And then tomorrow's uh, Summer Soul Litmus concert featuring our very own Marie Fury presented by Life of UGA. Once again, shout out to Frank Nizza. Marie, can we buy tickets at the door? Has. Yeah, of course. You can, and you can okay. buy tickets at the door. Um, but if you want to um, get in on the tickets now, like when we said, early bird tickets are out. But you can go to uh, lifeofuga.com slash shop, or you can go to uh, the link in the Life of UGA's bio, or the yep. link in um, Fragment's bio. Yep. And, and we'll see you there. And lastly, last announcement I want to make. That, that, that one loaded, though. That flyer loaded. Of course for some... that one loaded. Of course, of all things. But no, we're going to make sure that we show Marie's flyer like throughout every fucking like, uh, break. Thank you. <laughs> okay. But yes. Um, but because you want to throw shit on the weekend, I'm probably broke, right? Fuck you, Phil. I, this is not me. This is um, my partners at um, Coexist Gaming. So for those for, the, for those of you who have heard, like especially the artists that I've been playing on the po- on the podcast recently, that um, I'm a member of Coexist Gaming in Brooklyn, and they are holding for the heavy gamer heads out here. They're ho- they're hosting a tournament series in conjunction with PlayStation. For the Evo Community Tournament, <coughs> so Coexist is basically opening their doors to participate to participants to compete in tournaments and get a chance to qualify as a sponsored player at, at the actual Evo Tournament Series this summer. I'm a, I'm a, yo, Phil, I'm playing you in Mortal Kombat 11. I fucked <laughs> you up here. Yo, you um, saw what I did to you in I'm Smash Brothers. Um, to bring bring more people into this space 
and I couldn't be more excited to be a part of it. That's where I'm going to be on Sunday. They're, uh, they're going to have a live audience for the tournament, strip, like player interviews, giveaways, prizes, full bar, um, full bar and food there as well. So, so you can ease, so you can just head on over to coexistgaming.com/evo for more information and to come through to um, RSVP and come through, guys, because. It's going to be quite a weekend. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Shout out once Shit. again to Coexist and the founders, um, Jay and Daniel. For, shout out to um, Outside for still being there. Yeah, shout <laughs> out to Outside. Shout <laughs> out to Outside. We missed you. Outside. So, yes. Get Raw open mic tonight at 7. Yeah. Um, Summer Soul Litness concert tomorrow at 7. Yeah. Um, the uh, Coexist Evo Tournament Series. At three thirty on on Sunday at the Coexist Game House. With, all, with all right. that be, with all that being said, y'all, let's get to it. This so, is the Break Room Sports. Yes, podcast. welcome to the Break Room Sports Podcast once again, y'all. Yes. And of course, we, we're naming this episode "Birthday" because we are celebrating the one and only KDK, and also Woo! because for a lot of people, it didn't really seem like their birthdays per se this past Sunday, as you all know. Was fight night. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Phil, fuck you for making me watch that shit. By the way, you tell me. I make you watch it. That was so funny. It we was... were all on the phone like schoolgirls giggling and shit about what happened. School people. <laughs> <laughs> we all had skirts on, guys. Shut up. <laughs> I was in the comfort of my own home and sweat in sweatpants. Sweats. Listen, man. At least you didn't listen, man. It's not like you that you see nipple like I did once. Nipple. But so a lot of people, like I told all of y'all, I've been saying. I told many people, do not be surprised if you watch this fight and you are disappointed. I said it over and over. You have to come in with an open mind. Because this is an exhibition, first of all. And there was going to be no declared winner. They so just I, wanted you to go in there with an open wallet, is what it was. Yeah, and, and Dragging I kept, shit out. And like I kept saying, there was going to be no knockout had. Floyd wasn't going to knock Logan No knockout to most people who, who weren't really paying attention. No knockout to the 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 untrained eye but it actually looks like there might have been one that floyd was covering for did you see that clip oh uh, i think i did yeah um there's a you, do you remember how uh logan paul kept holding mm-hmm. he kept he was just like leaning all over him and shit there was one clip that went viral and people are speculating that uh, Floyd accidentally knocked Logan Paul out and then held him up to keep the fight going. And it's a clip. Interesting. Yep, it's a clip of him hitting a really good right hook, him falling, nice and then Floyd catching him and holding him up. And I, and it, I, it didn't cross my mind that that's what was happening. When we were watching the fight, you can see my reactions. I was like, this is bullshit. He keeps holding. He's all over him. He's like leaning on him. It never crossed my mind. This nigga's actually knocked out, and he's biding time to keep this fucking fight going. It was a cash grab. And you know what? That makes perfect sense, because the longer the fight goes, the more money in people's pockets. Yep. So that made perfect sense altogether. And what is Mayweather called? Money Mayweather. Money Mayweather. And and that's another thing that everyone needs to understand about where Mayweather is at this point. At the end of the day, it's about the money. He would not have done this just for fun. No. Yes, he said after the fight, yeah, it was fun. Great to get in the ring with these young guys. He doesn't give a shit about any of that. Get that <laughs> out of your heads right now. He does not give a fuck. He was there for the money. <laughs> you know, okay. He gave all this bullshit. You know, I'm not a young buck anymore. You know, I'm not 21. You know, he he gave he gave up a better fight than I thought. It was just like no. And if you, no, think, and if you think about it, the match wasn't okay. Full disclosure, y'all. We all, like, like I said, we were all watching it, but of course, like, we were all just reminding ourselves throughout watching it that we got to watch it with an open mind, just so that way we still get some enjoyment out of it. For what it's worth, the fight was not as boring as I had envisioned. Oh, yeah, no, that, it was, it was actually entertaining. It was actually entertaining, and you mentioning 
that premise right there makes perfect sense because it was entertaining. And not only was it entertaining, you saw glimpses of like Yeah, what, Mayweather on the road. Like at what some could point. be. Yeah, yeah. And, no, it was and but mostly when Mayweather had like fucking Paul back in the corners like over and over and over. I'll, that is that's when you could think to yourself, like Eddie Hearn, for example, that I'm about to get into. You could easily say like, yo, like Floyd could have ended that fight at any time if yep. he really wanted to. He really could have. Especially the way that he had him on the ropes at most points. Like, a lot of people were saying that Paul won. A lot of people were saying that Floyd Mayweather won. Like, the thing that everyone needs to remember is that there was no declared winner. No. Remember, it was just a straight-up exhibition, eight rounds. If a knockout happened, there you go. If not, enjoy the shit. That, that's, that's why you also have to keep in mind, you got to approach it with, okay, I'm not expecting nothing. I'm just looking to be entertained. That's crazy as shit. Because if you look at the stats, there's clearly a winner. Uh, Mayweather landed something around like 50% of his punches and blocked was... This This is the stat I saw. Yeah. The stat I saw was Logan Paul threw 101 power punches and only landed 17. Mayweather threw 88 and landed like 60. So that tells you everything. Yeah. Um, but... One thing I wanted to get into real quick are some reactions to the fight. And one reaction was by Matchroom boxing promoter Eddie Hearn. And he unloaded on um, the boxing exhibition this past Thursday. So in an interview with TMZ Sports, he said, absolutely fucking horrendous. Yes. I'm allowed to give my opinion. It was absolute dog shit. Thank you. Like, he called it sad, but he didn't blame Mayweather for talking about what amounted to easy money. Yeah. And then he said, if we don't make good fights, you're going to see more and more of this. We have to save boxing. No more shit fights for great money. And Thank you. And as much as I understand where he's coming from, it kind of struck a different chord with me. I'm thinking to myself, like, listen, if Floyd Mayweather does anything again, and this is what I think people are missing, can y'all name me somebody outside of Floyd Mayweather that has been able to carry the sport of boxing to the level that Floyd did. I think I think Kid is doing good right now. I'm not I think Kid. Um, no, no, not as long. I mean, then you're talking about longevity. That that's an, a feat in itself. Are you wait? You. Uh, Tyson. Uh, Tyson Fury. Ty Tyson. Oh, Mike Tyson. No, 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 not Mike Tyson. I'm, I'm talking about who? Who do you see? being the face of boxing right now. Mike Tyson was the face of boxing for a long time. Yes. Um, Mayweather has held this horse for way longer. What, um, what I'm essentially saying is once a central figure like that leaves a sport, yeah, that sport clamors to get them back in any way, shape, or form until they find someone suitable enough to fill that void. Yes, that's why they have this circus bullshit fighting going on Pre right now. Precisely, precisely. That's because... That is essentially where I disagree with Eddie Hearn is that until you find someone that can replicate what Floyd did for boxing, this is what boxing is going to be. Yeah. It's going to be these celebrity little bullshit matches. You know what's whether you crazy? Wanna, whether you want to like say anything about it or not. Yeah. That that's it's been like that for years. People they called me uh, sadistic and uh, brutish for fucking with UFC the way that I have. I'm Thank actually you. a UFC fan. I grew up watching boxing, but as soon as I heard, got a sniff, got wind of UFC fighting, <coughs> yo, MMA is where it's at, because that's real shit. That's real shit. Like, no, absolutely. You can't fake that. Or, absolutely. I mean, you could. That's where wrestling comes listen, from. Dana White has hey, 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 for, listen, man. Our wrestling, our story, some of our storylines might be fake, but the injuries are all ninety percent real. Oh yeah, hundred percent. That, that we all that we all know. But super dangerous theater. I'm yes, sorry. It's, 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 basic, it's, basic, it's that crazy. I'll give you that. I will respectfully give you that. We're a super it's, dangerous theater. We are the minefield theater group. <laughs> Extreme. No, no. What, what, what it is is that it's it's stunt development, basically. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's stunts. Uh, it stunts theatricalized, and it's something that I'm always going to appreciate. But what people need to understand about Sorry. where boxing is going 
is that until y'all find another Floyd Mayweather, which no one has stepped to that plate yet, like I could name a dozen boxers who can take that mantle, and they just haven't for whatever reason, whether they weren't marketed well enough um, or for whatever other reason, they just don't want that much particular spotlight. This is the reason why MMA like suffered a little bit when Conor McGregor like was out for a bit. Yeah. Like whenever a central figure leaves leaves somewhere, you can go back to when Michael Jordan retired from the NBA for the second time. Like fifty percent of ratings gone, just disappeared. So crazy. Like same thing when um, Tiger Woods stopped. Like ended up missing all those majors. No one was watching golf. We just started watching golf again now because of Brooks Koepka and Phil Mickelson. But outside of that, no one was watching golf after that because people wanted to see Tiger. There's, there's a, you got to understand when it comes to central prolific figures in the sport, like you can't tell me that the ratings have not gone significantly down for the NBA playoffs because of the fact that the Lakers are not playing. You can't tell me that that's not a fact. That's yeah. a fact. That is literally happening right now. And there's some great basketball happening right now. The series between Utah and the Clippers, holy shit. Donovan Mitchell is a fucking star. But guess what? Those ratings are not going to get the same that they should because the Lakers are no longer playing. And people want to see LeBron. This, this is the point I'm making about Floyd Mayweather. You can say whatever you want about where he's at right now when it comes to boxing. Um, whether this is what he wants to keep doing to get his money, whatever way he wants to get it. Eddie Hearn and Dana White, y'all are totally valid. And yeah, you're right. It was a shitty match. It is what it is. That's what I said. That's why I said, like, approach it with an open mind. We approached it with an open mind and we enjoyed the shit, didn't we? We did. <laughs> it was like, it wasn't that bad when you think about it. But that's because of the way that we approached it. If you didn't approach it that way, I'm very sorry. Mad. I'm very sorry that you feel like you wasted your money. Yeah. Like, Mayweather's 50 and 0 as a professional. He, and he's retired as a professional. That, that record's never going to be touched. It doesn't matter what the fuck happens. Everything he's going to do from this point forward is going to be exhibition matches. So until boxing finds somewhere, someone else to step up into that mantle as that central figure to control everything and really like drive that revenue in and out of the sport, then we're going to be watching Lamar Odomet and Aaron Carter in a few weeks. I can't wait. Uh, <laughs> why are we still fucking talking about this? Oh, we're going to talk about Why? Why are we taking this seriously? This is like we're fucking talk talking about, about Bow Wow, bro. Night later on. Bro. It, Bow Wow was training with Rikishi to be in the fucking WWE, bro. I'm not... Right now, I want to go to our first music break. All right, tell me what the song is, sir, yeah, because... So, um, I had the... Uh, uh, so, shout hey. out to... Hands up for the motherfucking birthday. Shout out to C-Play. <laughs> Yo, she doesn't know what the fuck she started with that fucking album. I hope she knows that. That album is amazing. <laughs> shout out to C-Play once again. Um, but yes. Oh, and the, and they finally loaded. Yeah, okay, perfect. So, so... Like I said, y'all, tonight is a Get Raw open mic at the Shalili Tavern, 7 p.m. Performances by yours truly, the Joy Chiefs, the gentleman that you just heard on Frost as Hell with his new single, One Day, off of his album, Gaia. Uh, shout out to you, brother. Can't wait to see you perform tonight. Isn't Gaia the name of that planet that Rick fucked in Rick and Morty? No, no, no. You know who Gaia was? I know exactly what you're talking about with that name. Do you remember that person that could be... Bro, that was the episode, remember when when Morty, uh, not Morty, Rick was in love with Shorty, that it could be a million people with a whole civilization? You sure? Because I'm pretty sure Gaia was the one that broke his heart. No, that was me. Oh, we gotta go look this up after this. Yes, we'll look it up. But um, but yes, make um, be sure to catch me tonight. Uh, and a bunch of other great performers tonight. And mo tomorrow. And tomorrow. Y'all gotta come through. Look, look, Marie's next to her flyer. Look. Oh yay! Y'all gotta come through <laughs> to the summer <laughs> presented by Life and UGA. Once again, shout out to Frank Nizza. <laughs> and and of course, one of them, Chad. Shout out to yes. Adam. 
um, our very own Marie Curie will be performing. Uh-huh. So y'all gotta come through. I will definitely be in the building. Yes. But yeah. All right. And also Sunday, Sunday for my for my Tekken heads out there, mm-hmm. the Evo of Community Series is coming to Coexist Gaming. Make sure that y'all go to coexistgaming.com slash Evo for more info on that. Yes. <laughs> but yes, let us dive back into this real quick. So I need the fucking like buttons for sound effects. I want to do like a splash mode. I'm gonna give you this computer one day with an app and you just play everything I'm you want. I'm actually gonna get like one of those like sound things. But you know there's an app you could get like on your phone, right? Or send that shit to me and I got you. I got you, yo. Anyway, I want to get to this real quick. Yes. So, for those that followed my blog, my blog earlier in the year, you saw something about Russell Wilson. <clears throat> now, pardon me. Now, Russell Wilson earlier, it was reported that he had traded to in the event he was traded. So a report came out yesterday that that stated that Russell Wilson never requested a trade from the Seahawks despite his agent's statement. He said, and I quote, obviously, I love Seattle. I love playing here. I had a full, great career here so far. I've always wanted to play here for my full career, obviously. I think there were some unfortunate frustrations after the season. Obviously, you want to win it all and do it all and do everything you can. I think everyone on our team does. You want to win it, and I think, unfortunately, I think it got a little blown out of proportion a little bit. Mm. A little bit? A lot of it. <laughs> Listen, Russ, I love you, fam, but he is downplaying this insanely because, check this yes. out, right? He made it very clear, and this is what everyone really blew out of proportion. Like, yes, I understand. We're, we're, we're media people. We do this all the time. We blow shit out of proportion. Most of the time on purpose. I don't remember anywhere Russell Wilson saying that he was that he wanted to be traded. You got to pay attention to this shit, y'all. I don't see anywhere saying that he wanted to be. And that list that came out the, if I remember correctly, were Dallas, Chicago, New Orleans, and was it? And the Jets, yes. So it was those four that he had on his um, list. Which all made perfect sense, by the way. Oh, no, 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 no. It wasn't the Jets. It was the Dolphins. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, it was Dolphins. So it was, he had Dolphins, Saints, Bears, and um, what was the first one I said? Saints, Jets. No, Saints, Dolphins, Bears. They'll come back to me. But what I'm saying basically is he put that list out there in the event he was traded, it didn't mean that he necessarily wanted to leave Seattle. And this is what a lot of people need to understand about these particular athletes, especially someone like Russell Wilson. He's not someone that's going to want to like move from place to place, especially with what, what the fuck he's built over there, especially with what his wife has had to build over there, too. Yeah. So let's not forget about... Um, Lady yeah. Ciara now. Yeah. Let's not forget about her. That's Bay, bro. But that's can't forget Bay. Like my favorite, like I love her. I, love I really her. love her. Like it's between them and Cordae and Naomi Osaka. Like I They're love. Yeah. I, I love both those relationships because they because they look so fucking. Healthy. <laughs> what the fuck is that noise? I'm not too sure. <laughs> what was that? It was someone. It was someone's phone. Um, that's probably mine. Everyone's texting me and won't leave me the fuck alone. I'm sorry. Of course, of course. <laughs> As a plus two fifty underdog, but a hundred and win two fifty. Bavada noted that a winner must be declared for the bets to be settled. And it's unclear what kind of rules and regulations are in place for this match. 
A clear-cut knockout or a stoppage from Liddell may be the best route to a declared winner. I really hope I, I really, really hope I'm not the only one that's worried about tomorrow. Yo. I cause cause listen, he's a favorite. But because he's big, that's all. Because he's, he's big. Fucking zombie. I'm just thinking to myself, like, bro, he's like hollowed out by cocaine. He was on his, he was on his deathbed not too long ago. I don't know about this, bro. I really Are don't. the ring girls gonna be like hookers that he brought with him Stop from Nevada? <laughs> but nah, guys. Can we is... keep a lookout for that bunny ranch show? Yes, we'll definitely take a look. <laughs> but like I said, y'all, this is it. This is where boxing is going. Whether you like it or not, it is what it is. And you can't tell me that this shit ain't going to generate a hell of a lot of bread. Yeah. Like, like everyone's getting to the bat at this point. I want to see Monica and Brandy fight. <laughs> Bro, they watch your fucking verses. They might as well with that bitch-ass fucking... Yo, but I heard that shit's going to be whack. Huh? I heard that shit was whack. No, no, it didn't happen yet. Nah, I, some, I think something happened that was whack, though. Oh, I, I know what you're talking about. But nah, that's that what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> Let's have Actually, them fight, too. Let's have little Kim and the brat fight. Let's oh, just... Yo, 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 nah, 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 yo. Yo, let me put together this shit. Nah, bro, Missy, nah. Son, son. Son, son, Missy Elliott versus the brat. Missy Elliott versus the brat. All my money is on Missy beating them in a fucking garbage bag. Yeah. She's going to take off the garbage bag and put her in it. Stop it. Listen, we will have that conversation next week. Yes, yes. Don't promise me a good time. Are we getting yeah. another music break? Yeah, yeah, we're about to get another music break. That's Marie with the news. Yay! <laughs> okay, so uh, coming up next, uh, we were all talking about the Brooklyn Nets and how they have to make the finals in order to be considered a success story somewhat this season for what they've done and what they've been through. The show. And they had a great opportunity to to take a commanding like stand on their way going over there. And they kind of hit a bump in the road that they should have hit. And we're going to discuss that coming up. So up next on uh, the TBR playlist, um, someone else that you're going to see perform tonight at the Get Raw Open Mic, and that's Bossy V and Anonymous. A lot of people watching us, but I think they're just also not used to the fact we were on at 3, so we're going to give them a little time to welcome to warm up. Fuck up out of here. Yo, but you know what, though? Then it gets them all hyped for next time. There you go. There you go. Yes. Next time, regular time. Mm-hmm. So. All right. So, uh, once again, shout out to Bossy V and Anonymous. You will hear them tonight. Uh, you will hear and see them tonight, along with me and so many great others. Um, but, yes, welcome back to TBR, y'all. So, before the break, I mentioned that... For a long time in length on this show, we've been talking about the NBA playoffs. We've been talking about the prospect of the Brooklyn Nets making the finals. Sorry. About about the Brooklyn Nets making the finals. Because if they don't make the finals, this season is an abject failure. That entire team, as as it stands right now, is constructed to go to the finals with or without the uses of James Harden who sat out Game 3 last night. And Game 3 last night against the Milwaukee Bucks was one, of course, the Nets would like to forget as they kind of dropped the ball a little bit. So after being obliterated by 39 points in Game 2, the Milwaukee Bucks rounded out an 86-83 win last night to pull within one game of the Brooklyn Nets in the Eastern Conference semis. So, I watched this game last night, right? And the only thing I could think of was, oh, they do need Harden a little bit more than than we thought. But for some odd reason, like, it's been happening, like, throughout these past few games, the 
the presence of Mr. Blake Griffin has been the most deafening one. But last night, even when Giannis, even when everyone outside of Giannis and Chris Middleton were throwing bricks, because here's the thing about Giannis and Chris Middleton, right? They set a new record last night of most points scored by a duo in playoff history in a half. Really? By, 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 by the half, I think they both had like 25 points each. Wow. And then by the end of the night, they both had like 35. And okay. like 35 and 10, both of them. Okay. It was absolutely nuts. Like they were accounting for every single fucking basket. And everyone else was just tossing up nothing but bricks. But the thing about it that really like switched everything around for the Bucks was that was prob- probably the greatest defensive game I've ever seen the Milwaukee Bucks play. Shout outs to Brooke Lopez. Like he his, he had some blocks that were just unheard of. And Drew Holiday, I'm sorry. Like if he if he is if he is not one of the greatest defensive um, point guards in the league, I I don't know what we're talking about. So there's no reason that a team of this caliber when it comes to the firepower that the Brooklyn Nets have that they fail to even crack 90 fucking points. That's crazy. <laughs> because they have everything like they that's the lowest they've scored all season. Fuck the playoffs. Yeah. They've yes. never they've never scored less than 95 in a game. They scored 83 yesterday. Ever since they got like, you know, two Finals, playoffs, like atmosphere. Teams that were going in a certain direction and teams that have certain energies, including the Knicks, just completely fucking crapped out. So this is so fucking weird. Like my my hope and enthusiasm was like this, and then went fucking shit. Nah. I don't even know what to expect from these motherfuckers. Like it's just so like disappointing. Like I'm watching this shit like wincing. Like, oh, God. Because because the, the, the Nets had everything they needed to win this game, if you really think about it. It was that last couple of minutes that really fucked everything up for them. And like I said, Drew Holiday won the game in those last couple of minutes after the defensive, after the defensive breakdown he um, orchestrated. Because goaltending by Blake Griffin... And um, a mid-range miss from Joe Harris, and two disastrous attempts. Like I don't know why Bruce Brown even had the ball in his hands in that situation. Thanks. Kyrie, Kyrie was right there, and I think because they locked up Kyrie, there was some hesitation going on. Yeah. But Kyrie was right there. It looked like it was <laughs> very was, like he was right there. That's I was like, that's not Brown's shot. Like it was the same yeah. thing I was talking about when R.J. Barrett took that shot that he shouldn't have yes. taken. That's I was like, that's not Bruce. <laughs> but but it, it 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 is what it is, and Drew Holiday should be congratulated. Fucking um, Brooke Lopez definitely needs to be congratulated. They they did absolutely marvelous. And Kevin Durant, I don't know what he was doing. He was just standing there in the paint, letting Drew Holiday totally fly right by him. I don't know what he was doing. Yeah. But hey, listen. <clears throat> it, it, it is what it is, and the Bucks they now are back in the series. Like, they could have been completely out of it yesterday because it was so close. The Nets could have easily taken a 3-0 and lead and ended up sweeping the Bucks after they demolished them in Game 2, which was the game I saw as well. After they were demolished in Game 2, I was like, oh, okay, this is going to be another sweep. Yeah. Yeah, like, the, the, um, as much as I, as much as I, no. I gave up on the Bucks from earlier in the season. Yeah. But I was just like, now they really don't have the horses to, to mess with these guys. Even without James Harden, who's still hurt. But she was just weird, bro. But yo, you slow the game down, like they were like the Grizzlies times like ten. <laughs> like they could like for, for some odd reason, it was just so hard for KD and um and Kyrie to get people involved. They were getting their baskets. They couldn't get anyone else involved yeah. and um, outside of Blake Griffin that is and with and, and with all that just Giannis and like uh, the Kupo and Middleton there was no answer for them and no one else was scoring baskets but them 
So it was just an overall really, really weird defensive game. Everyone else was playing defense. And Everyone was playing defense. And you know how I feel about that. Like, first of all, the whole energy and the dynamic shit was thrown off. And then, you know, no matter what sport it is, once it becomes like a super defensive game, I'm fucking bored. Yep. I'm bored. I'm like, you know, it's a low point type of situation. People are, you know, hesitating. People are keeping the ball close to them. It's always, it's, they're always not my favorite games. Can you tell <laughs> that I was like very womp, womp, womp about this? Yeah, game? I mean, I can tell a little bit, yeah. You I'm not trying to be a fucking uh, hater, but definitely not my uh, twisted tea. But nah, like is the tea that twisted, guys? Oh, it's getting there. But but yeah, like the way it looks now, Milwaukee now is coming back with some momentum going into um game four tomorrow. But I still have the Nets winning this series. I think that I I think that as great as a defensive stop that Milwaukee had, I think that's still like once, once, once they lock in, bro, it's it's a wrap for everything moving when it comes to the Nets. So, I I still expect to see them in the Eastern Conference Finals at the very least at this particular point in time right now, especially with Atlanta, what they're beginning to do to Philadelphia, and I and I don't think Atlanta can fuck with the Nets either. But as it stands, Milwaukee has a shot. We'll see if they are able to take it. But I was very, very, very disappointed in the Nets yesterday, and it just goes to show you. Once again, defense, y'all. You can't just have all offense by itself. No. It never works that way. Unless you're Golden State. But it never works that way. Yeah, it's great that they're able to switch it up. Uh, it shows great coaching. It shows versatility. Um, not my favorite fucking game, but yeah. it, it's, it's a good skill to have. Yeah, all, all my good holster did was turn Giannis and Chris Middleton into the attacking points and just made everyone else play defense yeah. that's all he did and for some odd reason no one else on the nets outside of kd and Kyrie and and griffin were trying to at least attempt to play defense while trying to be their own offensive focal points and i think that's where they kind of lost the game there yesterday yeah it should never have been that close and they kept having time after time where they could have taken the whole game like at one point, the score was 30 to 11 in favor of the Nets. So the Nets have let the Bucks get back into the game and ultimately take that shit out. <coughs> there you go. Cheers to that. Now, with that, I want to get into a new last time that I checked. Last time that I checked. And Katie, this one's for you. Oh, That's God. Because. When we last checked up on this mass exodus happening in the WWE. Yes. Shit's wild. They got rid of Alistair Black. Hey, exactly. We're about, to, we're, we're about to talk that down. Like, how do you tease us, bro? How do you start giving us back a wrestler? Like, you suck my dick. <laughs> but, but the thing about it is that, as we predicted, some people already uh, begin to jump to AEW. But I mean, we already knew that. Yeah, yeah. We knew that was going to happen anyway. They're all possibilities. So, one thing that I wanted to look at here was how we were talking about Raw and how and how Raw, for example, they're suffering from a lot of creative like craziness. So, craziness. All, yeah, yeah. Listen, we all know that Raw is the money brand when it comes to the WWE. We all understand that, yeah. but that's why SmackDown is more enjoyable. So. But WWE Raw has been the worst major wrestling show on television for nearly an entire year now. And the company doubled down on that claim Monday when delivering one of the worst segments in recent memory with Shayna Baszler's appearance on Alexa's playground. You saw, you, saw, you saw this shit, didn't you? Um, I can say actually, no the fuck I didn't. Okay, okay. Oh, really? I... I've been kind of, it's been a, it's been a kind of crazy ass week, bro. Yeah, but it's not so much the supernatural element of the segment that deserves criticism. After all, The Undertaker was who he was for all these years. Um, yo, but I'm mad, but, but I'm mad. 
you know, because I was already mad at CM Punk fucking endorsing Reigns, but now we got a hot fucking Taker, and I can't fight about Taker, because that's motherfucking Taker. Can't say jack shit about Taker. <laughs> Taker, like, you can't say jack shit. Like, fuck! <laughs> Yo. Oh, my God. And what made it nearly unbearable on Monday was the continued nonsensical and directionless booking of Alexa Bliss. It's a reflective of the larger issues surrounding WWE's flagships, flagship show. Like, you see that shit, you got to ask yourself, where is any of this shit going? No, like, honest, going? Nowhere. But then again, it goes, it goes back to we still don't know what the WWE is honestly planning at the moment. What are they doing? Um, Who is making these decisions? Clearly not. Why? First of all, they even fired homies from creative. What are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's nuts, yeah. <laughs> like, bro, um, and I only because that was the same dude that, that threw Mickey James shit in the garbage, too. that bring bread into the pocket so how you come here and even if there's a cutoff because of corona or whatever the case may be mickey james who's been what a six-time women's champion and you throw her shit in the fucking garbage suck my dick sideways damn tell us how you really feel yep <laughs> like i refund money and everything listen yeah. the wwe can create a quality program starts letting its stars be themselves period of the story like you like they don't know how to market these people and i can't understand for the life of me like what 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 is the issue like they Vinny mac gotta die i told you this already they've gotten so lazy they are lazy though they are completely and utterly lazy oh boy so you can you you can call someone else needs to get fired. Yeah, because yes. However you're watching us, YouTube, IGTV, Facebook. Make sure y'all subscribe and liking and, and commenting. Fucking talk to us. You guys are talking to us. Do you still like us? Mm, I don't think so. So fuck them. Rude. We've gone heel. Rude. No, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a weird week. Call <laughs> it what it is. But, um, but yes, also, once again, remember y'all, tonight at the Shaleli Tavern, we're going to be celebrating KDK's birthday in the War Zone NYC. I got to find my shrooms, guys. That's right. That's not good. Your shoe will be performing as well as the gentleman you just heard, Versalico. That was his new single, Jorda, which is out now on all shooting platforms. Look at Scorpio P actually doing the research, and I'm not. <laughs> Damn. I got you, man. Give him his pats on his back, yo. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. And you know what and I got you with. And then, of course, Saturday. Oh, I, only, Marie Faree. Yeah! Me. Yes, yes. Let me sing to you. We're check Love a long time. At the Summer Soul Witness concert presented by Life in UGA. Strike a pose. Strike a pose, model lady. Yes. Hey. Course, hey. Dun, dun, dun. For all my Tekken heads out there, make sure y'all go to coexistgaming.com slash Evo. Mm -hmm. Check out the Evo community tournaments that we're going to be holding starting this Sunday live at the Game House at 3.30. Those random button push combos on your yep. on your homie embarrassing in front of the cute Facts. girls in the room. Facts. If cute you spot girls. to be sponsored by Coexist Gaming to yeah. to to What? Mm, 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 mm. So on the Cardinals, Kyler Murray 
On return to baseball, quote, if I ever had the opportunity, sure. I knew he was going to say this dumb shit, too. <laughs> this was not even a surprise to me. I'm just upset he said it. Go ahead. Yo, so Arizona Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray, who was a two-sports star at Oklahoma, chose professional football over baseball before his current team selected him number one overall in the 2019 NFL Draft. Murray isn't about to ditch the gridiron for the diamond. However, he doesn't appear ready to completely shut the door on playing baseball again someday either. <laughs> go ahead, face? go ahead. Do you see my face? Oh, my God. I'm like, okay. Uh, <laughs> Darren. What Darren, the actual fuck? Thank okay, you. Go ahead. Darren Urban of the Cardinals' official website spoke with Murray, who recently was featured on the front cover of Sports Illustrated, Due to his love of gaming and affiliation with that Faze. Faze, uh, yeah, Faze yeah, Clan. Okay. I saw a capital Z and I got African on you. Uh, a professional sports organization. Via Urban, he said, I still hold on to the three sport title. Chuckling a few times because he knows the hornet's nest he kicks every time he broaches the baseball subject. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, if the time came where I got to do what I wanted to do, he says, which I don't know, but I'm leaving it open. I think I can still play for sure. Maybe possibly could be would be, motherfucker. <laughs> but we'll add the gaming onto that. He goes on to say, don't shortchange me, please. <laughs> what the fuck? I know everybody around the organization probably feels different about it, but me personally, I played the game my whole life. If I ever had the opportunity, for sure, I would definitely go for it. What are we talking about? I'm sure anyone asking me about it would take the opportunity too. I'm not trying to start anything, I'm just talking. But you are! You are starting something. You fucking... Uh, Maybe. Yo, I he, don't know. He, what are we talking yo, about? My, yo, fucking yo. guy. He lost me at Don't Shortchange Me, please. I was like, Kyler. Kyler, Kyler. Tax this Kyler, motherfucker. Kyler, Kyler. <laughs> I don't know, fam. This 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 kid needs some some life skills for real. Because Facts. he don't know he he literally sounds like he doesn't know what the fuck he's saying. No. And as I've been knowing and, and I love Kyler Murray. I'm a Kyler Murray fan. I watched I watched that kid in college. I watched him at Oklahoma. Really? I watched him at Oklahoma. I forgot you're into college ball. Yeah, I'm into college ball, absolutely, man. I forgot about it. Right, we're gonna be talking about some new shit about um college ball next week because we got a wrap up soon to get ready for tonight. Yes. Um yes. yeah, like um full, full disclosure, guys, it's gonna be a short one tonight, but we're gonna have um, I promise. Extra I got we we got we got like a three we're doing a three hour show next week. Pull up and and, yeah. and, and, and and with um even more music in the playlist. So and we're gonna be revisiting some sort of on the playlist before too. Um but but yeah, for all intents and purposes, got um guys, Kyler Murray is a football player. He's not going to go into any other sport. Trust me when I tell you that. He just know how to he just know how to say it to you on it. That's all it is. He doesn't know how to say it properly. Did he? He doesn't know how to say it because he's like, I thought I you said know. he didn't know how to say it. I was about to say Did he, not, doesn't, he doesn't know how to say thank it. Thank you. He okay. doesn't know how to say a football player. I agree. Like, I don't know, but fucking maybe I would. Yeah, like maybe. I don't know. Don't you change ask me. me first, we'll just add gaming to that. Fam, we know why you're on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Thank you. <laughs> we understand that, bro. And, and But, just, but. Get this. Yeah. Get this. As Urban noted, Murray's contract prohibits him from playing baseball. Of course it does. So he's not about to jump ship anytime soon, but the Oakland Athletics believe Murray was good enough to select him with the number nine overall pick in the twenty eighteen MLB draft. And he what knew that and he knew on? that he was he was going to be a baseball player first before he went full swing with football in twenty nineteen. He was drafted in 2018 while he was still like, like not even the starter yet at Oklahoma. But what is he talking about if his contract prohibits it? What the fuck are we talking? Are you wanting to go go to court and and professional and, and, for and, baseball? And that's, what, and that's what I mean. That's what I mean. All he had to say was, 
I'm a football player. There we go. All that stuff is great. I've played it. I have a great, profound respect and love for it. And he won't get sick. But I'm a football player. Yes. <laughs> he gives this whole feel of shit, and you're just like, so what do you want to do, fam? Do you want Do you want to play football? Do you want to be um, an e-gamer? Do you want what What do you want to do? So it just tells me like he doesn't know what he wants to he wants to do at the end of the day. All right, and last thing. Last thing. So the last thing that I'm going to report oh, uh, on is was uh, Russell Westbrook. So Russell Westbrook is to produce basketball themed film on LA's Crenshaw neighborhood. This is a, this was amazing to hear. Yeah, um, pretty tight. Washington Wizards star Russell Westbrook continues to use his platform to shine a light on stories of the underserved and their communities across the United States. Shout out to you, brother. Westbrook is going to produce a short film titled, Why Not?, that focuses on the culture of Los Angeles' Crenshaw neighborhood. Westbrook was born and raised in the Los Angeles area. Crenshaw is a residential neighborhood located in South LA, for those of you who didn't know. Um, but yeah, this marks the second high-profile film project that Westbrook has been associated with this year. The nine-time All-Star was an executive producer on the History Channel documentary Tulsa Burning, the 1921 Race Massacre that aired on May 30th to commemorate the 100th anniversary anniversary of a white mob attack on Black Wall Street. Rest in peace to those estimated 300 people that died as houses, businesses, and churches in the area were robbed and burned. A premiere date for Why Not has yet to be announced, but we will this. be on the lookout for I sure. That. I yes. love that because Russell Westbrook has always been that kind of cat, fellow Scorpio. Um, he's always been that kind of cat. Toxic? <laughs> I mean, in many ways, he has been to a lot of teams he's been on, so you got me there. But not here with this but, podcast. But not, yeah, not here with this podcast. I here, here, we fucking love you, Russ. You know, yes. you know we do, my Scorpio brother. Uh -huh. But, um, but nah, like this is This is basically in the same mode of what Kobe did with their basketball. Also, Mike Conley did something similar as well, where he hired, where he just he just won an Oscar for something that he um, executive produced. Another short film about his life, um, growing up, finding basketball, getting out of the streets. Mm. So. This is going to be another trend that I'm definitely looking forward to. These athletes using their platforms to create these films. Like, don't let Tyler Car Perry keep making all of that. Exactly. Films. And nothing against Please. LeBron and Space I'm Jam. I'm done with you. Every fucking week. These are the films. Fucking wild. These are the films I want to hear about. Especially when it comes to people like Russell Westbrook, who, who came from where he came from. He came from the same neighborhood Nipsey came from. Yeah. So. The fact that he's willing to give us a slice of that and really show like just like his environment, his disposition, like so many others are beginning to, I think it's a beautiful thing and I applaud us for that. Yes. It's Shout really, out to you. We'll keep that uh an eye out for that premiere date. Yep. And and yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that is Marina the News. Cookie Stomat! Oh, I got I got her promo. I got the perfect promo for her. You ready for this? Cook Sister Man! Cause Marie said so! No, I dropped the ashtray actually. I really thought that she dropped the mic. I'd be like, Katie, what are you doing? Are you crazy? Let it be the ashtray, not the fucking mic. Those are expensive. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I've been like, Katie. Okay. But, um, but, but anyway, y'all, like I said before, this is going to be a short one tonight. So we actually have to wrap up now to get ready for the open mic tonight, celebrating Katie's birthday and also the launch of Worlds on NYC website. Go to Worlds on We're taking Marie with us. Right now, check out everything that has to We're taking Marie and the kid with us. Yup, their playlist. This episode. You act like there's not going to be kids there. This episode is not only going to be streaming on YouTube and IGTV and Facebook and Spotify and Apple on Tuesday. It also will be airing on the Raw Zone NYC website. So, it's actually on it right now. It's actually on it right now. Oh, holy shit, yo! So there you go. Wherever you may.
Fuck you, Donald Trump. Make sure that y'all are tuning in. Linking in with us, subscribing, liking, commenting, fuck with us. Yes, hope to see y'all tonight at the open mic or wherever you may be. And tomorrow. Tomorrow at the Summer Soul Litness concert. Once again, shout out to Life of UGA. Yes. I got the flyer up. And for, and for my gamers, do not forget if y'all want to, if y'all want to be sponsored by Coexist Gaming, in the Evo Tournament Series this summer, y'all better pull up this Sunday, 3:30 p.m. for the Tournament Series at the Game House. Be there or be there. No, no. Yeah. A pretty fool. Once again. Shout outs to um, Jay and Daniel, the heads that coexist oh, for everything that they do. Loading for this community. Oh, hold on. Uh, hold on. We got to also give a shout out, Sensei, in the building right now, to Sophie, who's the brand ambassador for the Joint Chiefs, who are performing yeah, motherfucking tonight. Shout out to the Joint Chiefs, And she brought with us the Naya Kai Solis Fion. DWD and Mystics LLC, who are our sponsors for tonight in the motherfucking building. Yo, I did that and one person came in to watch us. That's awesome. <laughs> that was it was that mystic mystical oh, stuff, wasn't it? All right. But yes, y'all, like we said before. Next week, we're going to have a three-hour episode to make up for what we missed tonight. already asleep. Yo, but you have a chair, though, so don't complain. <laughs> what did you name your chair, by the way? What? Did you give the chair name? No, I, I just appreciate it for existing. Okay, cool. Uplifting me. <laughs> Separating. It, Never bunching. It, it, didn't, it didn't spread your cheeks. We're good. Ah! So, whoa! Man, we got to get out of here. Shout out to my uh, ass. Hey! Yeah, so, <laughs> but yes, ladies and gentlemen, we gotta go. It was it was quick, but it was fun. Yeah. And we will be back next week with a whole lot more feel, a lot more music, and a lot more shenanigans. Hopefully, my chair is not still broken. Yes, but you already know what time it is. You are tuned to the Breakthrough Sports Podcast live on IGTV, Facebook, and of course YouTube yes. with Ivy Productions. Gang. Gang. More gang. Gang. The birthday girl. Birthday. I got that song up too. You want it? Yes, you can play that right now. So can we without getting shut down? I mean, no. This is the C Flame version, so we don't okay. give a fuck. We play it. Okay. Good. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Shout out once again. Once again, and congrats on a dope event. Yes, indeed. Congrats. Yo, I went to her writing workshop. Uh, fucking amazing. I was writing for the rest of the day after that. It was shout out to her once again. And y'all better make sure that y'all look out for the next one. I think she's going to have another one in July. Yeah. So y'all look out for that. The summer's going to be lit. The summer's definitely going to be lit. It starts tonight. Yes. Woohoo! We're all open mic tonight. Summer so lit is tomorrow with Marie. Sunday at Coexist. The Evo Tournament Series. Much love once again to Ivy Productions and KDK. Gang! Happy birthday once again, dog. Gang! Yes, yes, gang, gang. Yeah. And shout out to the Joy Chiefs. We're going to see y'all tonight. Shout out to everyone that we And shout tonight. out to Sophie. And shout out to Kai. <laughs> we'll, we will see y'all tonight. Until then, y'all, peace and love. And we'll see you next week right here on the Breakthrough Sports Podcast. It's been real, but we got to get the fuck out of here. Peace. <laughs>
time for the motherfucking birthday. I'm about to give it up like a dirt tech. If I do say, it's not a work day. Bitch, it's a motherfucking holiday. I'm trying to give it up like a stab. Big Freddy, he could be in my battalion. I got thick thighs, baby boy, can you balance them? Take a few years from early service, got me acting up. Looking for a baddie, spending money like a scam. Make me feel like wifey every time we start to dance a little. Cause you could be grinding, doesn't mean that you could grab it. But if I really wanted to, maybe I'll let you smack it. I'm at another year, so fuck it, I'm getting ratchet. Feels us on my hips like I'm ready to cap Betty. Knees are slow cut with a nice strut. Pulling down my dress, it keeps rising. Wanna bounce my body? Woo! <laughs>